0: Good evening.
1: Congaree Curious. Science! Fast Crusade. Yes. You're in the Twice. And Madison tapes! Murder in the Orient Express. Yes. You never know yes. what the wheel's going to spin next. Barney and a woman of straw. An older man in Africa.
0: We are curious yes. of the filmography yes. of Sir Chicago. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, the day has finally come. Mario Lima and Dylan Titus together not together but kind of together on the mic this is something we've talked about for so long Dylan how you doing
1: I'm doing pretty darn well today well actually I mean t- I'm not gonna lie today has been an interesting day not uh not entirely positive, but ending it. In a more positive fashion, talking about
0: same here, man. The films
1: of Sean Connery.
0: Yes, we are for those. Who, if you haven't read the title already, first of all, I'm surprised you even clicked on the link. But hey, we are doing a crazy idea that kind of started off as like a one off thing. I think I just kind of made a joke saying Connery curious. Now it be a fun podcast. And Dylan said, "Let's do a podcast." <laughs> on I think
1: I, I think you if I. I don't mean to, to sound like I'm hogging credit or anything, but I think I came up with Connery Curious, but I think we were talking about just the concept of covering all of his filmography. Yeah. Did, did you come up with the phrase Connery Curious, or did I? I don't even remember. Don't, it was I, a while ago at this I, point. I
0: don't think it was exactly Connery Curious, but I think I said, like, Curious about Connery. Yeah. And yeah. that's when it kind of came up, and I said, oh, that'd be a funny podcast name, and you said, Yeah, how about Connery Curious? I'm like, that sounds hilarious, too, and, like, <laughs> like what should we do? So basically, yeah, we're going to try and go. For those who know us and don't know us, uh, me and Dylan have kind of always bonded, <laughs> bonded over James <laughs> Bond.
1: Um, well, we'll be getting into that. Yeah. So uh, bo- both um, both our our bonding through the years and James Bond.
0: Yes, all the bonds. Uh, so, yeah, we've always kind of uh, really based our relationship on James Bond movies. We always talk about Bond and like oh, we, well, we get together, we watch films and all that.
1: Let's give him a little background of of us. Then we met in college.
0: Yeah, CCI, uh, no, uh, New England Tech.
1: Uh, New England Tech. Yes. Did you go to CCI? I
0: did go to CCI. I went there first, and then I, uh, and I was like, oh, I could probably get something interesting <laughs> out of New England Tech, so I I, yeah. I, I moved there. Friendships. And yeah, from that, that was the most I got out of college was just friendships. <laughs> same, same.
1: Yeah, just... Strangely, it was with a lot of people that I would end up meeting in the music scene anyway.
0: Yeah, honestly, yeah, we would, I think, yeah, I think, I think we would have crossed paths somehow, you know, would, yeah, would our, like what our, Sean music, Murphy, yeah, and Eric she, Gary, yeah, that
1: just stayed in the Providence music scene anyway.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think, yeah, so I think we would have at some point, but yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, we just kind of, we basically, uh, first our stuff was kind of like, you know, music, we both like enjoyed Rush,
1: and uh, we, I think we clicked right off the bat, because I think you had a Rush shirt on.
0: Probably, yeah, that sounds right. And yeah, I think and I forgot I forget how we really connected on James Bond, but I think I mentioned James Bond once. And like, oh, you like James Bond too? And like we just gotta No no, to- I just like the it. first
1: one. Hey. <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> oh but yeah, that was that that was insane. But like so So yeah, it's it's funny. What what was your first James Bond? I don't know if I've ever asked you this. What was your first Bond movie you ever saw?
1: Oh gosh. Um this is not a James Bond podcast, by the way, yeah. for the listeners. Oh, yeah. Only, only in fragment. Like, uh, uh, I think. Well, hold on a second. I'm just going to do some quick math here, and then I will answer your question.
0: I would say about what thirty percent Bond.
1: Well, no, I think it's more like ten. Maybe ten percent. Um, so two through seven. So we have seventy-four films, and he did seven Bond films. So ten uh, percent, just just so, under ten. percent So ten percent, okay. So this is a ten percent a James Bond podcast, which means this is a J podcast <laughs> if you count the space as a letter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um.
1: uh, sorry, I just need a drink of water there. Um, my my first Bond film, I think as a kid, may have been uh, Spy Who Loved Me because it was on TV all the time. Ooh. I remember it being on AMC a lot, and elements of that that were just the 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 tombs of kiosk the kiosk of tombs welcome to my kiosk would you like some tombs i sell little miniature keychain tombs i set up my kiosk in the mall how about you what was your first bond film
0: i i think it was i think it was it must have been goldfinger Hmm. Yeah, because like
1: the standard, right?
0: Yeah, because it was it's funny because it's funny. My first introduction to Bond was actually GoldenEye on uh, Nintendo sixty four was the game. And, that was so many
1: people's introduction. Yeah, it was a generation's introduction. But
0: it was funny because, and I, I remember that Goldfinger was the first one. So I didn't know what James Bond was at that point. And then my mom would watch these old films with this man, with these machine gun cars and all other stuff, and I got kind of sucked in, and I started watching. And I think the first one was Gold Goldfinger, because that, that golf scene, when they get to the golf club and Connery walks out into, like, the, the kind of road there, an odd job shows up for the first time. And you hear Goldfinger. Oh, you must have seen Odd Job, and I'm like Odd Job. I'm like he looks familiar. Odd Job's in the video game I play, Gold mm. Goldeneye. And, and so I th- did. I go to get my my
1: my case. But this guy's finger is gold, yeah. not his eye. Let's <laughs> well, go This doesn't make any
0: sense. <laughs> so much gold? So yeah, i made that connection. I was like, oh, so this is what. Goldeneye is it's a James Bond thing. I didn't think there was any other James Bond in the world. I thought Pierce Brosnan was the only one. Uh, and it was so. just a,
1: what, did you think it was just a video game or had you seen the film?
0: I thought it was just a video game. It was just because that, that was the first thing I saw. This it Was a like a cool uh,
1: video game series.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, and so the rest was history. Really, I watched Goldfinger, then I was like, I found out that this was the third film. Uh, that,
1: comparatively, that would be like um, seeing uh, help. And thinking that the Beatles were comedians.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah it, it, and then really you discover
1: is. like, oh, wait, they made that music?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I've been movie stars. They're, they're musicians. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was my first introduction to Bond and to Sean Connery. So I think it's fitting that, you know, we are doing a Sean Connery sort of tribute podcast.
1: Even though my first Bond was not. Connery, it was Roger Moore. Mm. Um, and actually, upon reflection, when I, as an adult, dove back into James Bond, I did watch Skyfall, but it it didn't like make me a huge fan of Bond. But uh, what got me back, like really invested into it as an adult, was I just had a weird craving. I'm like, I just want to watch the Living Daylights. <laughs> Really want to watch The Living Daylights? I don't know why it just got in my head. I'm like, ah, Timothy. People don't really like Timothy Dalton for some reason. I think I don't know. I didn't know anything really about the culture. I just knew like he was in a couple of Bond movies. I want to watch The Living Daylights, and that got me hooked. Really? Yes. And then of course that brings you back to uh, Connery and and all the others.
0: Yeah, and then you work your way back. Yeah. So so really, this podcast is you know it just stemmed from the curiosity of Sean Connery where it's like yeah we know him as James Bond and we may know him in a few other ways of like you know I know him as you know Indiana Jones's father
1: yeah uh, so I, w- I wanted to ask let's go through the list do you have the uh, the spreadsheet open
0: let's see I gotta, let me get it out did you text that to us I did let's see I'm gonna get that um, but
1: I can send it to you right now as well perfect yeah I'll just shoot that over to you um, There you go. And I think uh, of of this list, because I put together this nice little spreadsheet that I'm still working on, and uh, I've got his whole filmography here, uh, what role he played in it, um, and I'm trying to fill it out with uh, where to watch. Um, so, for example, some of them... Uh, I could only really find on eBay his first film Lilacs in the Spring as an extra can only be found on eBay really and uh so you know little things uh like that I'll be, I'll put in and whether you and I have it for example the Bond films we both have those yeah I put I put which ones I have on DVD um which uh from visiting library book sales recently I've acquired a few connery films which i look forward to uh digging more into and and uh, when i go to library book sales and i get movies i usually just throw the uh recycle i recycle the cases and put the uh, dvds into a big book i have but the connery ones i wanted to keep especially because there's one i've gotten way off (laughs) whatever topic but we're still on it (laughs) um there's a 1993 film called rising sun Oh, where he plays Captain John Connor? Oh my god, is it in the Terminator future?
0: <laughs> he is a Terminator.
1: Sarah oh. Connor.
0: <laughs> Come at me for to live.
1: <laughs> There's no S's in that sentence. <laughs> um, uh, stay by my side if you wish to continue living. <laughs> wish to continue surviving. <laughs> All independent um, battle cash. <laughs> oh, only the penance terminator shall pass. Oh, sh- oh, shoot, he's liquid metal. He's <laughs> passing through everything. Just like this bean burrito is passing through me. Uh, I thought you said you were a robot. I never said that. <laughs> we're going to be doing that a lot, I it's, feel, during this podcast. It's going to
0: be a lot of, like, buckle in. It's, it's going to be a lot of <laughs> Connery bits.
1: So, so this 1993 film, Rising Sun, with him, he and Wesley Snipes. Uh, I, the, I the box is in the other room, but it's one of those uh, bootleg DVD boxes that has a uh, debatable uh, typed premise on the back and such, with many typos, and <laughs> um, and you wonder like, is this the plot of this movie? <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think some of those will be worth uh, – while it's not reflective of maybe his work in the film itself, it might be just am- amusing to go, like, look at this wonky box art that this movie came in. Just, <laughs> you know, just because, like, you know, you find stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, going through his films, let's I think maybe, um, you know, 70 uh, – 74 is not actually that much. It wouldn't take – us that maybe a couple of minutes to go through and say which ones we've seen okay and then and then maybe how we want to you know tackle it and and maybe before we get into that we'll tell people uh curious listeners (laughs) at home you curious catch we'll we'll come up with a name for you folks uh or you guys will that's your job i don't know how podcasts podcast (laughs) um so we uh Mario introduced me to this lovely uh website here called Wheel of Names, and we have created a wheel of names uh on which oh oh no, I accidentally spun it um where where are the settings oh no, oh, okay, well, all right, well, all right, it didn't remove them okay forgive me i I don't know technology <laughs> uh and I don't know how to edit this now it doesn't it doesn't give me edit settings. Um, I'll figure it out anyway. So we created a list with all of the films of Sean Connery in it, and each week we are going to spin the wheel to pick our next we our film for the next week. Only because there's 74 films, and we didn't want to go in order, because that can be a little tricky, I think. And we didn't want to maybe like we didn't want to approach it from both ends. We there were there were ways to go about it, and I think I think you choosing this wheel of names way is definitely the best way to go. Mm. But maybe I think a good exercise here would just be to go through it chronologically, say which ones we've seen. And maybe if we have an idea for that, what we can do. So for example, his first one, 1954 lilacs in the spring, he's an extra. Uh, He's uncredited. So he's basically not in the movie. Uh, Probably for a scene, maybe. And he probably walks by and doesn't say anything. Or maybe mm-hmm. he does. I'm not sure. I ha- I need to look more into it. But by all accounts, it just says it was Sean Connery's first role, uncredited extra. And of course, all the DVDs that you can find on eBay are going to use that as their main selling point that Sean Connery was in it. <laughs>
0: that could be a fun game to see like, if we can spot Connery in the film. Like, I wonder if it, we could find him. It,
1: in his early ones, probably. Yeah. I, but it looks like he... That's his only one as an extra, is that one. So it looks like all of these other roles, he at least has a scene or two of prominence. Um, Except for... Well, we'll go through it. So for that first one, Lilac's in the Spring, I think because he's an uncredited extra, I think maybe we should do that as a bonus episode down the line Mm. in some fashion, if people want it. Only because... If he's not in it for most of this film, do we want to sit through it? Exactly. You know? Especially, and it's it's hard to find. We'd have to buy it on eBay, which I'm not averse to buying a film, but I think maybe that first one, we, we'll save that for a later date. Mm, okay. You know? uh, then we've got all from 1954, No Road Back, where he plays Spike. Have you seen that?
0: I have not seen that one.
1: No, neither have I. Let's do, We'll go through, as 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 we say them, we'll just say whether we've seen it or not. Hell Drivers as Johnny Cates. <laughs> no. Not, not here as well. Action of the Tiger as Mike. <laughs> Mike.
0: No, I have not seen that one.
1: All right. Then he's got a three-year break from between films from 1954 to 1957's Time Lock, where he plays Second Welder.
0: <laughs> oh, that's where he has a breakout role right there. Second Welder.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I yeah, but I, I is that gonna be uh you know, a, basically a cameo role? You know what I mean, or, or a, an extra role? Excuse me, not a cameo because he wouldn't have been famous at the time. But you know what I mean? How much are we time are we gonna be investing for two minutes of Connery or thirty seconds of Connery? Yeah, exactly. Thirty seconds of Connery. <laughs> thirty seconds.
0: That's a podcast, so we, <laughs> right?
1: we, If you know what we could do it, we could do a thirty second podcast. Thirty second One, podcast after every episode, we could record a thirty second podcast. You know what I mean? Just do it, and each of us get thirty seconds. Perfect. Let's go. All right, clock begins, and we and run down. You say everything that's on your mind in terms of what we just covered. Or and, and yeah, you get you get thirty seconds to cover what what we just covered and what's coming up next and your thoughts on it. <laughs> I like that thirty seconds of Connery. Thirty seconds. So then we got nineteen fifty eight, another time, another place, which also that came after Time Lock, so it should have been another time, another lock, <laughs> where he plays Mark Trevor. So for most of these early films, I have not seen anything. For this whole list up until Doctor No, I haven't seen.
0: I them. think same here. Yeah. yeah. There was that one Disney one I Darby mentioned, Dobby O'Gill
1: and the Little People, which is the, our next film.
0: Is that one? Yeah. So that's the only yeah. one I've only saw in passing on Disney Plus, where I was kind of like, "Wait, Connery's in this?" And then I, like, I think I saw a clip on YouTube, and he, he's singing. Yes, and, he sings
1: in that film, and it
0: has fascinated me because it sounds just like his singing voice in Doctor No. So I was like, "Wow, he really is singing." It's Underneath hilarious.
1: the mango tree, my honey and me. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was the film that Dana Broccoli saw that really got her all excited for Connery? Really? I think. I'll have to do my research. Anyway, he plays Michael McBride in that film. In 1959, also 1959, excuse me, is Tarzan's Greatest Adventures. He plays O'Banion. Nineteen sixty-one. On the fiddle, Peddler Pascal. Pasco, Pasco. The Frightened City, he plays Patty Damien. Nineteen sixty-two, The Longest Day, he plays uh Private Flanagan. And then we get into what we know. Three films in a row. Doctor No, sixty-two, From Russia with Love, sixty-three, Goldfinger, sixty-four. He had a good couple of years, maybe not pay-wise, but famous-wise. What
0: yes. a time to be alive, having a Bond movie every year.
1: Right, right? <laughs> and the Beatles were just coming to existence. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> not existence, but prominence. Yes. Uh, then after that, we've got uh, Marnie, where he plays Mark Rutland, which I have not seen. That's a Hitchcock film, and I really do want I'm really looking forward to that one. Woman of Straw, by, uh, where he plays Anthony Richmond. Not by... Um, if this is if you feel this is taking too long, just let me know. Oh no,
0: we're, we're fine.
1: So then, the next film I have seen, this is The Hill, where he plays Joe Roberts. I really, really like this film, 1965's The Hill, and I'm really looking forward to rewatching it and hearing what you think of it.
0: Absolutely. What's the uh, What's the kind of base story?
1: It. Uh, they are in a military camp, and uh, there is a big hill of dirt and they basically make the prisoners run up and down that hill all day carrying weights and that's their punishment and i'm probably not describing it very well but it is a very very good uh war film that doesn't really involve war i'm sold it's it's a very good film um and uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to rewatching it and hearing what you think. Absolutely. That same year he did Thunderball. Oh, also, The Hill is in black and white, which Ooh. Uh, is, I think Marnie is too, maybe? I'm not sure. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, I have the internet right here. Marnie, black and white. <laughs> Sorry. Now, now I've, I'm curious. In the, you go ahead and fill in. You can keep going down the list here. Let's see. So, where are we at?
0: So, we're at then we're at Thunderball.
1: Oh, boy.
0: Which, another one I believe we saw a couple times, uh, plays James Bond. Uh, and then we go up to 1966. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. Un monde nouveau. Un monde nouveau. Is that French? He plays himself.
1: Oh, Okay, it looks like Marnie was in color and in black and white. Hmm. Oh. We'll find out when we watch it. (laughs) We we will. If if anyone is listening and they can fill us in on more information, Please, please go right ahead. Absolutely. Oh, and then after that is A Fine Madness, which I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. Do you know why? Why is that? You know who that was directed by. Go ahead and click on the link and see who that was directed by.
0: Let's see. Irving Kershner,
1: really? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Director of The Empire Strikes Back and 1983's Never Say Never Again. Let's go. He plays Shime, Sa, uh, Samson Shilato.
0: Shilato, yes.
1: Shilato, and then you only left twice. Samson Shilato only left twice, <laughs> which was his his last Bond, hopefully for him, but not as time turned out. Mm. Then The Bowler and the bonnet as himself, which is a documentary that he directed.
0: So is that—so kind of going back, that Un Monde Nouveau, is that also a documentary?
1: Well, each of those titles click to the Wikipedia link, so it looks like, Okay, it's a French-Italian drama film directed by Vittorio De Sica. Most notably, it features Sean Connery as himself. Harry Saltzman produced the film. That explains that. Hmm. Sean Connery, as playing himself uncredited Carlo tries getting a photo of Connery at the Paris Premiere of Goldfinger, so it looks like it was they just used the Premiere of Goldfinger and shot a scene. ah, and probably had Connery in it completely unknown to himself <laughs> <laughs> so and and of course, you know what Harry Saltzman at times sounds like a madman, so um, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, go ahead, shoot the movie at the premiere. <laughs> do it, go right ahead. <laughs> Uh, all right, Sh- Shalico. plays Shalico. Shalico. You can't even do that one with his voice. It's just normal. <laughs> Shalico. No, no, it's Salico. Shalico.
0: Oh, this looks fun. A little bit of Western. Okay. Yeah, what
1: is that? Okay. Okay. A G- British, German, American Western film. Bridget Bardot. Ooh. And I, uh, this is, uh, this is a riveting podcast. We're just re- reading Wikipedia pages silently to ourselves. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. If he's doing a Western, if he's, especially if he's doing an American accent, because it's in New Mexico. Oh yeah, that's gonna be interesting. A former U.S. cavalry officer with a personal interest in keeping non-Indians off Indian land. Okay, I'm looking forward to watching that. It was not a box office success, though. Aww. Five million budget, one million return. Hmm. Oh, wait, it was hugely successful, though it made little profit. Hmm. All right, well, I'm looking forward. Oh, I got a sneeze. sorry.
0: And there it is. And there it is. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yes. I'll mute them. Um, sneeze. So after Shalako, which I'm looking forward to watch, just based on the premise of, of that, of him being a, a protector of Native American land, um, but I also just the concept of him doing a U.S. cavalry marshal's accent, it's going to be interesting. So The Red Tent is next from 1969, and I have seen that one, and I really enjoyed it. Mm. It's long. It's almost three hours long. Really? Yes. And he plays a real person named Roald Amundsen. Uh, Amundsen, um, and it is a really, really good film about a an airship that goes down in the Arctic. And yeah, absolutely fantastic film. Connery is not the lead in it; he plays a, a kind of a passive character, a mentor character to the main character. Um, that uh, kind of just comes and goes throughout the story, but plays an important role in it. And he's very good. Um, at, this is 69, and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's they. He's already starting to look older, but they also make him up to look much older. Really? And I think they give him a white wig. Uh, so after that is the Molly Maguires. That is the funniest name <laughs> I've ever heard where he plays Jack Kehoe, Molly Maguire's, hmm. were an Irish 19th century secret society active in Ireland, Liverpool, and parts of the eastern United States, best known for their activism amongst Irish Americans and Irish immigrant coal miners in Pennsylvania. After a series of often violent conflicts, 20 suspected members of the Molly Maguire's were convicted of murder and other crimes and were executed by hanging in 1877 and 1878. That's going to be an interesting premise for a film. <laughs> Absolutely. Hmm. After that, we have The Anderson Tapes from 1971, another film which I have seen. Okay. After Connery passed away a couple years ago, I kind of went on a little binge of watching some of his films. Uh, so The Hill was one. Uh, Red Tent was another. Uh, and I also have that soundtrack on vinyl for The Red Tent. Really? It's a very good soundtrack. The music is Ennio Morricone. Oh. <clears throat> it's very good. Um am I correct on that? Yeah, music by any Morcone. Um and the Anderson tapes is very good. Uh Duke Anderson is the character he plays, and it's just basically a heist movie. He gets out of prison and he promises to be good, but he's gonna pull one more heist. Ooh. And it is really fun. Uh then after that we got Diamonds are Forever. Uh which yes. think that one holds a special place in both of our hearts just for how ridiculous it is
0: (laughs) one of the most quotable bond movies for me oh for
1: sure (laughs) lay off that tutor charlie get a shot in the mouth
0: i didn't know there was a pool down there (laughs) i say that all the time
1: oh i love that one i love and especially the 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 horrible violence implied in it so like you were just going to toss this woman off a building I didn't know there was a pool down there. I thought she was going to splat on the concrete. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. I'm a little uh, not saying I advocate for that at all. It's just it's just weird when the movie makes a joke, but it doesn't realize the implications of the joke that it made. You know? <laughs> yes. And and Diamonds Are Forever, it's all over that film. Yeah. Of not... Uh, uh, right idea but wrong pushing <laughs> <laughs>
0: wrong pushing <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah I,
1: I delivered it incorrectly but
0: oh so good i'm, I'm excited to rewatch it <laughs> Just i that.
1: am always excited to rewatch that <laughs> film and i'm re excited I'm, I'm excited to rewatch the anderson tapes as well and mm-hmm. and excited to know what you think about that and all of these ones that i've seen i'm excited to know what you, what you think of them and have you seen any of these th- of Excuse me. That we've gone through. Have have I passed any of these? That you uh, so have-
0: only the Bond ones I've hit so far. I'm, I'm looking down as a few uh, that we're gonna get to that I, I have seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I think that's one of the main things about starting this podcast was like I get to like really educate myself on like you know his other films because like you know any casual fan of bon- of Connery is gonna say oh he's James Bond and maybe they'll maybe mention um, what do you call it. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, maybe, and maybe Indiana Jones Three, maybe.
1: I'm excited to watch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because I know that I know the the reputation that that film has. Yeah,
0: I, I haven't seen it in a while. That's, that's what uh, yeah, I've never
1: seen it. Oh, you've never seen it.
0: Ooh. No, oh, you're in for a time,
1: <laughs> you're in for a time. <laughs> a, a time, not I won't tell you what kind of time, just it will be an amount of time. Well, I have to
0: refresh myself on it because again, I haven't seen it in a while either. But like, I just remember some interesting stuff. But it's it, it, you'll see, you will see.
1: I, I'm looking forward to it. i've I've seen bits of it. I like the um. A really weird Mister Hyde design, where it's so top heavy because it is a dude in a suit.
0: (laughs) I I believe that's actually uh, rest in peace, um, Robbie Coltrane of Bond uh, history. I think it's Robbie Coltrane. Is it? I believe so. He plays. I don't know if he's in the suit, but I think he voices Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. I believe. I think I was talking about that. We talked about on uh, on my my other podcast, Friggin' Nerds podcast, when Robbie passed away. You know, everyone talked about Hagrid, of course. But I said, "Hey, he's also Zuckowski in two Pierce Brosnan films, and he was uh, uh, in that."
1: No, he doesn't. It doesn't look like he's in it. He's not in it. Let me see. No, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and it it, he uh, Jekyll and Hyde is played by Jason Fleming, one person doing both roles.
0: Let me see. Okay, I need to see. Let me give a Google. Oh, I know what it is. Van Helsing. He he was uh, Doctor Jekyll in Van Helsing. Oh, which, drag, which, we, which I just watched Yeah, recently. we just talked about it like Nic- two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah,
1: Nicola never seen it, and it was a... Uh... Wait, The London Assignment? What? Van Helsing, The London Assignment? Is an action horror animated short film. Ooh. Featuring the voices of Hugh Jackman, Tress McNeil, Robbie Coltrane, and David Wenham. The London Assignment is an animated prequel to the 2004 motion picture. Tells the events before the film. Nice. Oh, I need to watch that. Welcome
0: to Helsing Curious. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> Van Curious. Van Curious. <laughs> Van, you got to get Van Curious before you can get Van Wilder.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. Which is our other okay, podcast. Van Curious,
1: then you get Van Interested, then you get Van Into It, you know? Then you get Van a little too into it, then you get Van You're addicted. You got a problem. Then you got Van... What? Oh, Wilder.
0: (laughs) And then Victor Van Doom.
1: Yeah, Victor Van Wild. Victor Van Wilder. Victor Van Doomed. Victor Van... Damn it. Come on. Again? All right. Next, we have Espana Campo de Golf. The golf. Spanish golf camp. Golf camp of Spain. He plays himself.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) It's a short film. Oh, well, that isn't helpful. It just went... Oh, it doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I just clicked on the Wikipedia page for short film. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. Then after that, we have The Offense, 1972. Detective Sergeant Johnson. Is he Detective Sergeant, or is his name Sergeant Johnson? Sergeant Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, his name is Sergeant Johnson. Uh... Anyway, that one I'm really looking forward to watch. That's um, when he made Diamonds Are Forever. He made it with the condition that he make two other films as well of his choosing, and The Offense was one of them. And I don't think the second one was ever made. but That is directed by Sidney Lumet, uh, one of the great film directors of all time. And then we're on to excuse me. Zardoz after that he plays Zed. Have you ever seen Zardoz? I've
0: not seen that.
1: Neither have I. I'm looking forward to that because I know <laughs> of the red suit, and that's it. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. Like
0: the little, like the kind of, the kind of thing going on almost. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what that film is other than schlocky sci fi, but I'm really looking forward to watching it. I'm interested too. After that, Murder on the Orient Express, that Colonel have, Arbuthnot. You've seen that, that one? I
0: have seen because I did not realize that um, the 2017 film was a remake of this. I had no idea.
1: Well, it's it's the books, the Agatha well, Christie books. Yeah, the books,
0: yeah. Uh, but I had no idea there was a film that existed, and I, when I found out about that, I said, wow, Connery was in this. This is fantastic. So I ended up watching it like not too long ago. I think it was a couple years ago I watched it, um, but yeah, super interesting to see this again. Cause like again, I only saw it once, and I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah,
1: I, I love a good whodunit. Nicole and I rewatched the Scream films recently, and those are great whodunits. Mm. It just reminds you of how how good a good whodunit can be when it's done right.
0: Sidetrack one fun whodunit is um st-
1: one fun whodunit.
0: <laughs> no fun whodunit. Uh Steve Martin Martin Short. Um, oh, only murders. Only murders. What a fun show. I've heard like, good things about Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it just finished second season. I think third season's on its way. Uh, really fun binge. I, I, I suggest binging it because you're going to want more, I feel, if you get yeah. into it. So that's another one.
1: I dig it. I just did a little binge of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we can t- talk about after this Ooh, podcast. Oh, yes, of course. it doesn't. <laughs> but can you imagine if Sean Connery was in the Star Wars universe? Oh. if he was, If he was Obi-Wan instead of... No, he would have been too young.
0: I would have liked him to be.
1: Uh, no, actually, he would have looked. He would have looked old enough.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would, I would say, uh, switch one of his other Bond co-stars, have him be Count Dooku. That would have been interesting.
1: Mm, I think it would have been interesting, but I think that he wouldn't. I think he was at the point where he wasn't getting stuff, mm. and that's wasn't that the reason why he did leave League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because Gen- Gen- he had turned down Lord of the Rings. He had turned down The Matrix because he didn't understand them. And I think he would have turned down Star Wars at that point because he didn't understand it. But if you get if you get Connery in 1977, maybe hurting for work a little bit, mm. you know. Not that he was ever really hurting for work, but you know, Zardoz is 1974. Oh, man, yeah, so we got to wonder what his. Yeah, I, but I don't know. We'll find out as we watch these things. I think he would have. You know, he, who he would have played would would have been Tarkin. Ooh, Tarkin would have been cool. Yeah. Or, or Darth Vader would have been a completely different character because <laughs> it would have been Connery.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> man, him and, and it would
1: it would have been a twist at the time you cast because there's no actors that are his age in 1976. Yeah, so you would get him as a, either the mentor or the villain, and if if he's too if he's too young to be the Tarkin character, or they want to stick with Peter Cushing. David Prowse technically wasn't anybody at that point in comparison, so they would have put him in the Darth Vader suit and taken the mask off. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, no way am I acting behind a mask. (laughs) Commander, tear the ship apart until you found those plans, and bring me the passengers. I want them alive.
0: (laughs) See, now I want that now. Now I want to see that.
1: I I do too. (laughs) Well, Darth Vader is entirely voiced by James Earl Jones AI at this point, so just can we just get Connery? Yeah, give us some Connery. I'm AI. sure we have enough clean audio of him talking, so <laughs> we can just have him say anything. I'm into it. Uh, greetings, Dylan and Milo. It's an honor to be on your your podcast finally, <laughs> oh, Mr. Connery. I've listened to it every day beyond the grave.
0: <laughs> Good to hear from you, Mr. Connery.
1: What? <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm still very old. <laughs>
0: uh. The All right. Slash into, uh, seven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> slash into seventy-four. <laughs> seventy-four ransom. Ransom, where he plays Nilsh Talvik. I've never seen ransom.
0: Me either. No. Now we're in
1: 1975. The Dream Factory. It's a documentary. He plays himself. The Wind and the Lion. He plays M- Mullah Ahmed Ir Rasuni. Mullah. Um, I'm not even going to try that a third time. Uh, New life sounds
0: right, I feel.
1: But The Wind and the Lion is one that I picked up at a library book sale recently. Um, A 1975 American epic adventure film. uh, Loosely based on the real life Perdicaris Affair of 1904. The kidnapping of Greek-American Ion Hanford Perdicaris and his stepson a British subject, by bandits. Okay, okay. And it's directed by John Millius, another great screenwriter and, and director. Okay. All right, and then Robin and Marion plays Robin Hood, 1976, and the next man... Oh, wait, to
0: jump over that uh, 75 Oh, what? the
1: man who would be king. Yes, the man, the man who would be king. Would be that's king. the one you told me about, yes. Yeah, that's the one. With I'm... Michael Caine and Sean Connery that looks pretty fun
0: yeah i'm really curious about that because i i first heard about it several weeks ago too uh from uh, one of our mutual favorite podcasters matt gorley uh talked about it on the conan o'brien podcast and i was like mm. i'm like what is this because they, yeah, they brought up what's well, like a sean connor michael Caine film I'm like i'm like that sounds like a fun time let me look it up and i saw a trailer on youtube and this one looks like a blast so i'm, I'm this is one on the list i'm really excited to see for the first time
1: christopher Plummer as a run Rud- rudyard kipling excuse me that's very interesting. The film <coughs> follows two rogue ex-soldiers, former non-commissioned officers in the British Army who set off from late 19th century British India in search of adventure and end up in faraway Kafiristan, where one is taken for a god and made their king. Hmm. This sounds like a blast. Yeah, I, can't,
0: I can't wait.
1: <laughs> and the two of them together. That's got to be a, a great comedy. Yeah, two of the most
0: iconic voices of all time. You've right? Got Connery and Michael Kane.
1: I'm not even going to attempt a Michael Kane. <laughs> I'm going to follow all over that one. Is this
0: is this your first day at a job? He ain't got a nun tag. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was my uh, favorite Bond. Michael <laughs> Kane in, in Gold Member is one of the best Bond performances ever of all time. Oh, yes.
1: He's fantastic in that film. <laughs> Good Lord. You're a tripod. Now,
0: if you have an issue, it's a tissue. <laughs>
1: Shat on it. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. Robin and Marion plays Robin Hood. The Next Man. I'm not even going to attempt that name. A Bridge Too Far. Major General Roy Urquhart. Urquhart? I have A Bridge Too Far. And I have it on Blu ray. i got to change that. Yeah,
0: this is a movie I, I hear about all the time and uh, never have gotten to see it. So this is another one I'm like really curious to see as well. Connery Curious, I've- if you will.
1: i've owned this on blu-ray for 10 years maybe really more than that probably i remember buying it at a bj's with my dad Mm. and it was like a a two-pack of movies it had something and a bridge too far Mm. and i still have it and i have never watched it And i'm really looking forward to it because that's another film with a stacked cast look at the cast on wikipedia there uh James Kahn, Michael Caine, Sean Connery, Edward Fox, Elliot Gould, Anthony Hopkins, Gene Hackman, Lawrence Olivier, Ryan O'Neill, Robert Redford. Wow. Like, so many British and American cast. John Ratzenberger is in it. Oh, my God.
0: So, two Conner and Michael Caines, brought back-to-back. That's really fun.
1: Richard Attenborough. Yeah, yeah, two of them. Uh, two years after apart, a couple years, yeah. The first great train robbery. I've never seen this one. He plays Edward Pierce. Meteor. He plays Dr. Paul Bradley. Nineteen seventy-nine feels like it's gonna be uh, taken off the success of Star Wars. Mm. Uh, Sean Connery and Natalie Wood, which he worked with her younger sister uh, ten years before, or no, uh, eight years before in Diamonds Are Forever. Lana Wood. Uh, 1979, Cuba, 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 Robert Dapes, 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 Robert Dapes, 1981, Outland, so we took a year off in 1980 it seems from film, 1981, Outland, which I had from the library once, and I watched about 10 minutes of it, and then I couldn't watch anymore for some reason, mm. and I never, I never finished it, I think it was because it was boring. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie but i'm gonna come back to it for this podcast obviously and i think i think on that subject of being bored by a film i think i'm just gonna power through any any film for this podcast for that purpose like okay i couldn't do outland before but you know what i'm gonna power through it now but i think if there's ever a film that both you and i just can't seem to power through i think we can i think it's safe that we just call it mm. Be like, hey! I know last week we would we said we would do, uh, you know, ransom, but we both got thirty five minutes into ransom and we just could not <laughs> stand it anymore. So, you know, and and just and you know, in the same way, like when you're watching a horror movie, and you know, like, okay, this isn't gonna get any less scary or gory or gross. You know, exactly. like all right, I can I can turn it off now. Exactly. All right, Time Bandits. Have you seen Time Bandits? I've not
0: seen Time Bandits at all.
1: I've watched the first 20 minutes of Time Bandits as well, and I think that was just a me falling asleep thing. Uh-uh. Cuz it's very interesting. It's Terry Gilliam. So, it's an interesting all over the place kind of weird film. So, it it I didn't not continue it out of lack of interest. I think it was just timing. Mm. Uh 1982, Goal. It's a narrator. And it is a documentary about the FIFA World Cup in 1982 held in Spain. Wow. Now, do we want to watch that? Are you a soccer person?
0: Uh, I am, yeah. yeah. Definitely in the family as well. So I think it would be interesting to you – know, that could maybe be a paywall thing as well, a uh, Patreon one, I mean. Uh, okay. So possibly. So, yeah.
1: Because if it's if – it's, I mean, it's a documentary, so it's probably not going to be the whole game. It'd probably. Yeah, a, just him, like, it you know. Setting up of the – World Cup. That was a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, they decided it was probably best to be round instead of cube.
0: <laughs> I used to play cube ball when I was a youngster.
1: Shocker cube, <laughs> foot, foot cube didn't really do much for the children, and just you just ended up breaking your toes. We <laughs>
0: to play with steel bricks. you see.
1: Yes, we've. Or only It was only just three years ago we figured we'd make the balls rubber. <laughs>
0: then they call it rubber ball. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Rubber sphere. Rubber, rubber square. <laughs> rubber, <laughs> rub, rubber cube. <laughs> rummy cube. Then we all just went inside and played rummy cube. <laughs> uh, all right. Five days, one summer, as opposed to 500 days of summer just five days in one summer it's a hundred times less summer Mm. than mark webb's film of the same name he plays douglas meredith wrong is right he plays patrick hale sean connery's edinburgh plays himself it's a short documentary i think that might be another one Mm. maybe for the we'll figure it out we'll figure it out when we come to it exactly we'll take a look and we'll 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 see how easy it is to find some of these things. Then uh, I'm excited for this one. Never say never. Again. Never say I never li- again. I like this movie. You like this movie?
0: I have to revisit it because I remember, um, yeah, it's it one of those weird ones that you forget exists, and you know, it's it's interesting. I I, I am interested to maybe we make an exception and we try to do thunderball and never say never again back to back
1: together yeah i'm down for that I'm like totally just to
0: it. like get those two reviewed cuz like cuz they're, the, it's, they're it so is, similar it's yeah it's, it's the it's, same story yeah it's basically yeah it's a it's a it's a retelling of thunderball in a way uh, so yeah i'm interested to see how that how that compares back to back
1: same same let's do that i'm very down for mm-hmm. that so if i watch our first spin it'll be thunderball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So, in that scenario, if we get Never Say Never Again, do we do Thunderball first, or do we do? Because I, 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 I think it's probably best that we do Thunderball
0: first. I think so. I think it's yeah. You because know, you're, you're getting a comparison of you know where he was at Thunderball and where he was at Never Say Never Again, and you know just performance wise, how different it is. So I think yeah, I think it makes sense to kind of go before then after.
1: Okay, so uh, so even if we spin and get Never Say Never Again, we'll start with Thunderball. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. All right. <clears throat> uh, and for those of you in the audience that are not aware, uh, Never Say Never Again is a a film that is an unofficial James Bond film made with holding the rights to one story, the story of Thunderball. And we'll get more into the legal stuff of that when it comes to that episode. But... A certain person had legal rights to one story being Thunderball, and they could make that film. And so this person went off and made that film, totally unconnected to the Broccoli family that was making the James Bond films for years and and continued to to this day. So anyway, so that is why we're going to watch them together because they are essentially the same story. Mm. All right, moving on. 1984, Sword of the Valiant. He plays the Green Knight. Mm, Never seen that. Neither have I. Highlander, nineteen eighty six. Have you seen that?
0: Uh, no. Only uh, another one I've I've heard about for years. This never got around to seeing it.
1: Yeah, I only know it as a cultural reference. Yeah, same. Um, he plays Juan Sanchez Villa Lobos Ramirez. I'm sure that won't be problematic in the in the slightest. Nineteen eighty six. The name of the rose. William of Baskerville, not seen. 1987, The Untouchables, which I have not seen, but I've heard it's great.
0: Same. Yeah, I have not seen it. I've heard it's great.
1: Plays Jim Malone. 1988, The Presidio, Lieutenant Colonel Alan Caldwell, which is uh, a film he's in with uh, Mark Harmon. And I know that because I didn't buy it at the the library book sale. I don't know why I didn't buy it, but it Mm. must have been because it's on the streaming service. Uh, Memories of May, nineteen eighty-eight. Himself an uncredited cameo. Uh, Citation needed. So maybe that will be another behind the, you know, or we'll, you know, we'll figure out what to do with it at a later time. And then uh, your favorite here is it your favorite?
0: It's my favorite Indiana Jones movie.
1: Is it your favorite Connery film?
0: Not my favorite Connery. No. Uh, but no. my favorite indie movie. It's 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 yeah. one of those where it's like, if I'm watching it. I always fast forward to when we finally see Connery. Cause it's like, it's like an, I think it's like a good 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, before you see it's Connery. the reveal in the castle. Yeah. So, uh, it's just one of the, cause it, I mean the whole movie's great, but like just fast forwarding up to that, like that's when the fun begins. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's, and nuts. he's
1: in the beginning. You just don't see him.
0: Yeah. So it's, you, you hear him. Yeah. You hear him a little bit. So, uh, yeah. So that, that just always, uh, it's always a ton of fun to watch that movie. And, uh, I'm excited to see it again because yeah, just it, it's one of those unlikely partnerships, almost like Harrison Ford. You never would guess Harrison Ford and Conor would do something together.
1: I feel uh, right, so it, and they work so perfectly. Yeah, good. it's like they really do.
0: Insane how good it was. You know, even though the, the accents are so different, <laughs> that's, it, that's I, I still believe that's his father.
1: <laughs> well, you know what, you know what I believe, and I think they set it up in the story is that he married an American woman. Mm.
0: Which works and out. That's who
1: Indy's mother was, um, and kind of gives it. Uh, like, of course, of course, this man with an accent would be instilling in his American son that doesn't have an accent to learn other languages. Because his first scene is like, count to this in Latin, right? Yeah, am I right? Yeah, I think or, so. R- or what? Name the saints in Latin or something. I forget what it is, but yeah, th- the first thing he does when he runs in the house, he's all excited and he's like, say this. And he starts repeating it, and he's like, now do it in Latin.
0: Mm. So that makes sense there.
1: All right, Family Business, Jesse McCullen. Then we move to 1990, The Hunt for Red October. I love that movie. I've only seen it once, and I saw it last year. But good God, it was fantastic. I've
0: seen seen it quite a few times. It's one of those movies, for some reason, it always – it doesn't really anymore, but it used to always come up on AMC – during like Thanksgiving and Christmas, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it's a cozy movie for sure. Yeah, so like that's that's what I, I haven't seen in a long time, so I'm excited to see it
1: again. It's uh, it's the low red lights, mm. red and blue lights, the uh, the kind of cramped atmosphere. It, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of cozy. It's got a coziness to yeah. it. Yeah. All right, nineteen ninety, the Russia House. Two films about Russia <laughs> looks like Barley Blair. Never. 1991, Highlander 2, The Quickening Ooh. and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves he plays King Richard the Lionheart uncredited cameo, what? okay, no, we're gonna watch that because yeah. I think he's he's in that for, for more time than an uncredited cameo yeah, he's gotta be yeah, that's a big movie alright, Medicine Man I remember trying to watch this film again, I don't think it was very good I think some of these we may have to watch together. Mm. <laughs> like, even if it's just through over Zoom, just watching them together to to just bounce off each other and be like, you, you're not enjoying this either, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm not crazy for not liking Point this.
0: assurance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rising Sun, 1993. Um, that's the one I was saying it was with Wesley Snipes. He plays Captain John Connor. Mm, yeah. 1994, a good man in Africa, Dr. Alex Murray. 1995, two films. He was in Just Cause as Paul Armstrong, or Just Cause. Um, at First Night as King Arthur. First Night is awesome. I love First yeah? Night.
0: Yeah, that, that's actually like that's one of my mom's favorite movies of all time. Really? Shit. Another like my mom's is what was like the it was like the uh. My introduction to Connery, she introduced me to Goldfinger and all that, and then she showed me this, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's really fun!" It's him and Richard Gere, um, mm. but it's yeah, it's, he plays he plays a fantastic King Arthur, and it's just so cool. It's like it's like it's like Game of Thrones for Game of Thrones almost. It's it's, just, oh. it's just a lot of it's it's really cool,
1: and he's, he's is it it's, is it fun?
0: Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's very like you know, very good performance, and. Yeah, just I mean, it's Connery King Arthur. Like, you know, what else can he? Him, him. They go. Knights of the Round Table. Yes, yeah, sure. and like they put the swords down and shit. It's just fucking badass.
1: Absence of magical elements. Mm, yeah, and it was directed by Jerry Zucker. Yep. Wow, who did Airplane and and Top Secret and uh, Naked Gun One <laughs> and Rat Race and Ghost? What he directed Ghost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a fun one. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. So you never, so you, 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 you never, seen
1: never seen it? I've yeah, never seen it. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's on YouTube. Oh, perfect. I might All I might have a DVD that.
0: actually too. I could look around. I Oh, it.
1: beautiful. It. I find it. Also. And so right here we got two uh, mythical movies in a row: First Night and then Dragonheart yes. in 1996, where he voices a dragon with Dennis Quaid. Yes, that'd be an interesting. That would actually be an interesting double pairing. I'm not not gonna lie. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And maybe maybe that with Sword of the Valiant. It's a a dramatic fantasy film. Hmm. You know what? That would actually be cool. As we go through these, we find out what films pair well with other films. Yeah,
0: like Fantasy Week. <laughs> we'll do like yeah, do
1: know. do a Connery Film Festival. <laughs> yeah, over Twitch or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. There we go. All right, and then The Rock. Have you seen The Rock?
0: I've Seen it once, so I've
1: never seen it.
0: So it's 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 one of those of like, it, it's kind of, it's kind of like his his main. Uh, if you, if you look at like Connery's like front page, it's like this is like one of the films besides the Bond films that you see up. Uh so pretty popular. I believe Nicholas Cage is in this one.
1: Yes, uh, and I've heard that it's Michael Bay's best film
0: probably probably which,
1: which i'm look i am looking forward to watch it because I, I have heard that it is a very good film
0: yeah so that's gonna be fun to see
1: then after that we're almost at the end here folks 1998 the avengers found that one at the the dvd sale at the library recently sir august de winter oh uh, yes i'm looking forward to that because i know how crazy it is mm. i've seen clips of it uh, you know the the uh um uh, board meeting where he is dressed as a giant uh, Grateful Dead bear, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, I, seen I've this?
0: seen pictures of it, yeah, but I've never never seen the movie.
1: I've never seen it in full either, which also I think right now is a good time to mention one of, I think the first movie that you and I ever saw together was The Avengers.
0: Yes, I think it was, Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, not. Not this. The Avengers. Not 1998's The Avengers. 2012's The Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. And, oh man. And we 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 went to the mall to get tickets. You, me, and Matt Benoit. Shout out Matt Benoit. If you're out there, we miss you. Get in touch with us, my friend. Uh, and we went to go see The Avengers. I think we went on our lunch break, or something, or some t- some break between classes. No, I think we
0: took the day and, off. I, I remember it was like a, it was like a. Because we had, we had issues getting tickets early in the day, so we had to go yeah. and get them at night, I believe, or something like that.
1: Yes, and then the only tickets we could get for the even the night showing was in IMAX 3D, and we were all the way at the bottom, all the way to the right. So our necks were cranked up, viewing a, a dark 3D image that wasn't very 3D because we were <laughs> at the bottom of it.
0: And we both with very stiff necks when I had the big Thanos r- reveal. Only me oh, and you yeah. yelled out, whoa
1: <laughs> they're doing thanos <laughs> right but even still that theater was jam-packed so it yeah was like a cultural landmark at the time can you believe that film's 10 years old we've known each other for 10 years man
0: over 10 years at yeah. least yeah because look at that and look how look how much has changed now we have like <laughs> we have kane the conqueror is upon upon us in the mcu now we have so many different things right? we have like 10 hundred spider-men It's crazy
1: can you can do you remember leaving the Avengers and just going like, that worked? Holy cow. They've never done anything like that of taking all these movies and putting them together and making it work as a movie that yeah. we didn't even have to see all those other movies and this movie worked.
0: Yeah, it really it was it was such a journey because I remember like I remember the build to that was so special and just like, you know, oh cool, Iron Man's a thing. Oh cool, they might kick the Hulk at some point. Oh cool. uh Steve Rogers a thing, Thor's a thing. Yeah, see, like, and
1: Thor's hammer is at the end of Iron Man too. Yeah,
0: and so it's like, oh, am I cool? We might get an Avengers movie. I don't know how it's gonna work, but you know.
1: And then it blew our minds. And now we're and like ruined pop culture forever. Yeah, and
0: now we're like we have, <laughs> we, have we have we had the Infinity War and Endgame Game, like two three hour movies, <laughs> just fighting. Who, Thanos. who would,
1: who would Sean Connery have been in the MCU before he died? He died in 2019, so put him in an MCU movie and swap him out with another actor <sighs> before 2019. Oh man,
0: uh, I I could have seen him maybe as give him like Thunderbolt Ross.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Which is funny because it's just because it, the age and the gruffness. Yeah, well, it, and, well the, and, the and ironic
0: his his son in Indiana Jones is now going to be Thunderbolt yep. Ross. So how funny is yep. that? That or maybe maybe even Nick Fury. Why not? Like have him like he's running things with with Shield. Like that'd be interesting. Hmm. Maybe make hmm. oh make him Odin.
1: Oh yeah, you know what? That's, that's Odin what would, would be great. Would, would have been Odin. Yep. Be. Yep. You, 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 yep, you, you, you called. You'll, him.
0: You'll, you'll get a piece of that in first night. Like if you look at his performance first night, that could be Odin almost.
1: Oh okay, I'm excited for this. Mm. Ooh, you got me excited it's for first night.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Let's see what what are the last right. bits we have here.
1: Moving on. Playing by Heart, he plays Paul. Then Entrapment, he plays Robert McDougal. And I found Entrapment at the library book sale as well. That is him and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Then we've got Finding Forrester from 2000. William Forrester. You're the man now, dog. (laughs) That's that film. Now, our final ones. 2003's The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There it is plays Alan Quartermain. Now I'm going to skip one here. I'm going go to go Ever to Excel. I, I, not, not the uh, sheet processing document. We're using uh, Google Sheets for that. But uh, 2012's Ever to Excel. He was the narrator, and it was his final film. Now I, I'll have to do some more research on what exactly this is. You know what? I'm just going to do it right now. Ever to Excel film the history and development of St. Andrews University, Scotland on the occasion of its 600th anniversary and the story of how its graduates have shaped the modern world. 8.5 out of 10. Hmm. Sean Connery as the narrator. Okay. So we'll have to find where we can find that. It's 80 minutes long. Uh, All right. Now... The reason I skipped that is because I want to talk about this one, and this might be the film of which I am most excited to talk about. Like, of of this is the reason why I thought we should do a Sean Connery podcast. Like, whoever came up with the idea, I, whether it was you or me, whatever it was, my brain just went, we can talk about Sir Billy. Sir Billy. Sir Billy. 2012's Sir Billy the last starring role of Sean Connery also known as Guardian of the Highlands is a 2012 British computer animated adventure comedy film oh. <laughs> Now this comes th-
0: the same year as as Skyfall and The
1: Avengers Yeah so so he could have he could have made some uh he could have made some appearance or something in Skyfall. I know that would have sucked. It would have kind of brought they right him him, but it would have made it better. They
0: want him to be the uh, the guy at the ranch, right? Uh, the, the the gameskeeper, yes. right? Yes,
1: yeah. uh, Kincaid. Kincaid. Just for I'm sure that idea was floated for 15 minutes and then instantly just dropped down. But it would have been infinitely more societally acceptable. <laughs> Culturally acceptable than whatever this film is, but I am so excited to watch Sir Billy. I think you and I should watch it together. Uh, words cannot describe how excited I am for this movie, man. Watch this be the first film. <laughs> this is this is yeah, it's a CGI film. This is the film is Scotland's first CGI animated film. So when you watch it. I don't know if it's representative of like how much they care about creating CGI over there at the time or I don't know. I don't know. I'm just forgive me. I didn't mean to lose the plot completely, but I am just so interested in watching this movie, man. Sean Connery as Sir Billy, Alan Cumming as Gordon the Goat. (laughs) Those are the only names in it, really. There's other actors, but. Uh, they're all Scottish actors, but no no names that you and I would know. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 0%. Wow. Uh, ha- film has a weighted score on Metacritic of 17. Uh, a few in-jokes referencing Connery's past role as Bond, such as a title sequence featuring a Shirley Bassey song the pastiches Bond themes. Uh, an ignominious end to connery's career even compared to his previous film the league of extraordinary gentlemen the cg is the ugliest that i have ever seen so this is just from wikipedia and uh, it's not a source to be taken as as gospel but but i uh, music by shirley Bassey. what really yeah oh my god i need to find out everything about this film Connery had retired in 2006, but joined the film's cast as a favor to the Hartmans, who made the film. He joined us as a favor. The budget of this film is 15 million euros. Its box office was $15,000. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go so off the the ranch here with this one, but... I'm just so excited to watch this film. I'm very curious. This is the reason. This is the reason why this podcast exists is to get to Sir Billy. <laughs> it's like that film has fascinated me for ten years, and I've never watched it. And I'm, like, scared to. You know, it's an undertaking, and I feel like I need to watch it with a friend. I think.
0: I think. Yeah. I think we need to be together for this. And yeah, it's
1: <laughs> with our luck, it will be the first spin. <laughs>
0: Maybe even record a commentary track.
1: <laughs> like, I think after we watch it, I think if we we're do. gonna do a commentary track, we need, track, we need to get acquainted with. Yeah, it. Yeah, we'll be laughing go, like, too oh, hard or whatever the first yeah. time. This is where this uh, p- pothole in the road is. Yeah, we'll point it out after we've hit it already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Ugh. man, yeah, there it is. Those are the films. So, like, yeah, I think I think it's a good. It was a good thing we decided not to go in. In order, because, yeah, there's yes, something— Yes, I think
1: it would have been painful.
0: Yeah, so I think definitely going through it, you never know what you're going to get Uh and mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah, we have at least—you guys have 75 episodes with us, at least. Maybe a little under 74. 70,
1: uh, 70 let's call it conservatively three. 70.
0: 70, because we do have a few that we might make Patreon exclusive, which we'll, we'll get information on that, you know, once this ball As starts rolling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh and, and another reason another good thing about going in the in random order that way is you and I are big fans of the Bond films and this is this is our way of hopefully spreading those out so mm-hmm. we don't just blow our bond load exactly <laughs> for lack of a better term and just <laughs> not have any fun bond films to watch anymore like even like I would be like oh we still have never say never again but then after that we have so many films to get through, that we still have, you know, twenty-five films to get through after that. Yeah, a gap between, so, yeah, we have
0: seventy-one to eighty-three. Eighty-three, it's, yeah, so twelve
1: years worth of films.
0: Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think this 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 works out great, and we'll we'll definitely
1: 20 films between. Yeah, so
0: so that that's it, I like man. this. So all right, so man. so I think this. So it's time think,
1: for the I, you think it's time the first wheel
0: spin of Connery curious.
1: Yes, uh, I just want to um. Let me just try and reload this because I want to – okay, I'm in the right spot. Because the link that I put in here – I'm going to change that. I, I want to – I can't edit that one, so let me reopen it and customize. After spin, uh, display the remove button. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure it's all good. All right. Do you have the uh, – do you have it open? Let's see. Or I can spin it. I'll spin it if you want me to. I'll have you spin it. All right. Are we ready?
0: I think Connery Nation is ready. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to turn the uh, speaker up so they can hear the sound. It has. <laughs> Ooh. And then a little dog bark at the end. <laughs> Boy, my friend, you are going to be excited today. Because our first film, you want to take a guess at what it is?
0: I'm, I'm going to guess.
1: Not, You're going to be excited about it.
0: I, I'm just going to. I'm going to guess it's either indie or a Bond film.
1: Nope, neither. Ooh, it's the man who would be king.
0: Oh, <laughs> yes, that's a good one to start with.
1: Right, we were talking about how excited we were for that one. You, uh, you told me how excited you were for it, and I watched the trailer. I got excited. And Christopher Plummer, Michael Caine, and Sean Connery. It's going to be a fun ride.
0: Yes. Excellent.
1: The Man Who Would Be King is our first film. All right. All righty. So what do we want to do? We want to do this weekly?
0: So, yeah, I think this is going to be a weekly podcast uh, for those that subscribed here. Uh, you know, share with your friends, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I think every week we'll be dropping a review for these films.
1: Which looks like maybe we could get through Connery's whole filmography in a year and a half. At least if we do it that way.
0: at least so. yeah. so and then uh, uh, so you know after every episode we'll spin the wheel so you guys will know what film. So if you guys at home want to watch along with us and listen to our discussion afterwards, you guys can have that film ready and all that good stuff, and we'll provide links. We'll probably put together a Twitter or something <laughs> if that's not burnt down oh, by that. Yeah,
1: then. We'll, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out the socials, <laughs> yeah, so we can. Um, and, and I do, I some you ever listen to a movie podcast when you haven't watched the movie? Uh, I did once, I forget what it was for though, but very rarely. And it depends on how. if I I know that the conversation is going to veer in and out of talking about the movie. We mentioned uh, Gourley earlier. With Gourley and Russ, they'll talk for four hours. And so they'll barely talk about the movie sometimes (laughs) and be like, that's okay that I haven't seen consenting adults. I can just listen to them talk. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, But yeah, so if you're at home and you have access to these films, uh, uh, I would recommend the website Just Watch. They will uh, tell you where you can find these films. And if you can't find them on there, Check your local library and if your local library doesn't have them, check your local library's system because guaranteed another town's library nearby you will have it and they'll send it over to your library and you can pick it up and watch it with us.
0: There you go. Or if you're crazy like us, maybe you just want to watch, listen to the podcast first and be like, hmm, this seems like an interesting film. Maybe I'll watch it. So who yeah. knows? Or
1: not watch it. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> maybe we're, we're doing this for, for, the, for the working man. We're, we're getting you guys through this, these movies so you don't have to. But
1: Yeah. Well, and also for the, the working person, you know, if you got a monotonous job, you put your headphones in and uh, listen to us talk Connor. Here you go. Listen to us get Connery curious with each yeah, other. Yeah, if
0: you if you guys enjoy this, there'll be more in the future. We we talked about you know tackling other bonds like doing like maybe uh yeah. Roger Moore curious.
1: Well, yeah, our second second season, yeah, we get more curious. <laughs> yeah, we do. The
0: limitation. Or maybe you guys suggest actors that you would like to hear about in the future. So it, it could. Yeah, be, I
1: wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, it's like if uh, if especially if we're going through this list and. Uh, Uh, an actor comes up that we're like, hey, we were watching uh, A Fine Madness, and some actor came up in this, and they are fascinating, and they've been in eight films. Mm. Let's watch all eight films. Let's do it. That's it. You know? Something like like a John Cazale scenario, where every single film they've been in is great, and they've been in five films. (laughs) You know? All right,
0: yeah. So, possibilities are endless, guys. So, yeah, man, so...
1: But potentially, you know, our our connection of our our bonding of bond. Maybe we go through each of the bond actors. I think we we discussed this on the phone beforehand. But if we were to do the same thing, Connery curious, more curious, a Craig curious, Brosnan curious. I think the most uh, Dalton curious. I think the most interesting one would be George Lazenby's filmography. Yeah, because I have no idea what else he's done nope but also it's all like low budget schlock (laughs) so like can you imagine how fun it would be basically it would be like an episode of red letter media where they just watch the craziest stuff ever but all of them have george lazenby (laughs) not saying i want to be like red red letter media i do love their stuff but in the sense of not copying a format but just like watching some (laughs) Welcome back to Lays and Be Curious, where we haven't watched a good movie in 18 weeks. (laughs) And we spin the wheels like, please be majesties, please be majesties. Like, ah, nope, nope, not majesties again.
0: (laughs) This is a great year of no majesties. Oh, man. (sighs) This has been fun, my friend. This has been awesome, man. So, yes, uh, so this is episode zero. Uh, Episode one will be up soon. Uh, So yeah, share with your friends, and we'll let you guys know on the socials about where you can contact us, all that stuff. So I think that's going to do it for us here today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we will have our info a little more down-packed, our intros and and outros a little more down-packed once the podcast gets rolling a little bit. But uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you in our next episode where we talk about the man who would be king. There's no S's in that.
0: The man who would be king. Yes. Let's put a yesh at the end. That's
1: usually good. Yes, <laughs> The, the man who would speak kings.
0: <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week for Connery Curious. So we'll see you guys on the next one. And don't for, remember, remember oh, I got one. And remember, stay curious.
1: Stay safe and stay curious. Yes. I'm Dylan Titus. And I'm Mario Lima. Have a great day.
0: Good evening.